Hey everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Chew the Bible. What is today? Today is March 19th, March 19th. It's crazy, these days are flying by, these days are flying by. I was just telling my aunt today, my favorite aunt, <laughs> I only have two other, well, I have a lot of times, but my grandpa has called everybody his favorite, so I do the same thing, like, my favorite aunt, uh, we were just talking, and uh, I was telling her I'm, I'm, I'm about to have a teenager in eight months. My oldest daughter is going to turn 13. I can't believe it. So it's wild, wild, wild. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. Made some deliveries. Uh, ended, I only did 10 hours a day. Um, normally I try to do 12, but I just I cut it short a little bit today. Kind of got a little bit of a late start and cut it off at midnight. So today on our um, Clubhouse group, we were reading from Isaiah 40. And I want to just open us up, up in prayer with that scripture. So um, this is for you all. It says, verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary and young men stumble and fall. But we all trust in you, Lord, and we know that you will renew our strength and we will soar on wings like eagles. We will run and not become weary. We will walk and not grow faint. So I thank you in the name of Jesus for this word. I pray, Lord, that exactly what I just said, Lord, that we would not become weary and that we would not be faint. We will walk. We will learn to wait on you, God. As we go through that same process that an eagle, eagle goes through, that hard process of first being pushed out of the nest and learning to fly, trusting that you'll catch us, Lord, um, even when we're not when we when we're not ready, for those of us that are still not ready to fly, and for those of us that are ready to fly, I pray that we would just have our confidence in you, God. And as we go through on this process, this journey that we're all on, I thank you for that process of renewal, Lord. When we feel like there's no more, and our beaks are old, and our talons are falling off or are breaking off, and our feathers are old and withered. I just thank you, Lord, that you one day in eternity, Lord, in heaven, we will have a redeemed body, a, a glorified body, Lord. I look forward to that day, Lord, where we will soar. We will soar on wings like eagles, Lord. I pray that we will experience that before we go to heaven, God, before we're in that glorified body that would experience soaring, God. We want to soar, God, not just... Um, not just grind out every day these days, Lord. We we want to actually have thrive. We want to thrive, Lord, not just survive. As as was said multiple times on 
on the clubhouse call tonight, Lord. So I thank you, Lord. Thank you for this word. I thank you for this scripture, Genesis 33. I pray that the, once again, the words will leap off of the page, that we will be um, impacted it, impacted by it in so many ways that the people that are listening, Lord, they would just glean something from it different than they've ever gleaned from it before. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, gals and guys, here we go. Chapter 33, Jacob meets Esau. Now Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming toward him with 400 men. Now remember, just to give y'all a little context. Jacob schemed his brother out of the birthright and the blessing from his father Isaac, right? He deceived him. Jacob deceived him. Then Jacob went out, worked for Laban. So he could get his two wives, Rachel and Leah. Over 14 something years, he worked for Laban. Laban schemed him. And then Jacob schemed him back. And then Jacob was ready to leave and go back to his homeland, right? And as he's going back to his homeland, you know, wrestles with God, names get changed to Israel, all that good stuff. And then we got. Uh, I'm just giving y'all the cliff note version, the Aaron note version. And uh, go back and read it yourself. But uh, uh, Jacob gets, or Israel, Jacob here gets word that Esau is coming to looking for him. On his way, they see that, that they're on their way, right, to meet up. And Jacob divide, divides his camps. He's scared, all that good stuff. He's worried, concerned doesn't know what because last time when Jacob left Esau he thought Esau was going his brother was going to kill him and uh, here we go now we're about to find out what happens the saga continues so Esau shows up with 400 men why you got something why you rolling so deep Esau why you got 400 men with you so he divided the children among Leah Rachel and the two slave women he put the slaves and their children first, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. Hmm. He himself went on ahead and bowed to the ground seven times until he approached his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, hugged him, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Then they wept. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Esau ran to meet him. This is just a perfect example of, of that there is possible for recon, possibility of reconciliation and restoration. Jacob did Esau dirty. But Esau, look at this. He hugged him. He kissed him. And they wept. That wept word stands out because I was thinking of that scripture where it says Jesus wept. So that's why that scripture stands out. When Esau looked up and saw the women, let me make sure I'm not missing any notes here. We don't have any notes till verse eight. All right. So when Esau looked up and saw the women and children, he asked, who are these with you? He answered, the children God has graciously given your servant. Then the slaves and their children approached him and bowed down. Leah and her children also approached and bowed down. And then Joseph and Rachel approached and bowed down. So a couple things I'm just thinking. One, it would be hilarious if Esau was like, gotcha. And then 
all of a sudden just like punch Jacob in the face. I don't know. It's probably so wrong. Yeah. I don't know. It just be wild if like the if the if the scheming just continue there. But it didn't. It didn't. Jake, uh, Esau didn't have no no knives in his you know back pocket or nothing. You know. He didn't. Yeah. Nothing. And then what's also important to point out? It seems like the fact that uh, the order in which the people bowed down. The slaves and their children uh, bowed down, and then Leah and her children bowed down, and then Joseph and Rachel were the last ones to bow down. I think there's something significant to the order of that bowing down, and I believe this is the same Joseph. I can't remember. Hold on a second. Let me not get too far ahead of myself. As I said before, there's like multiple Josephs in the Bible. So when does Joseph? Yes, this is the same Joseph, I believe. Yeah, they had the whole Potiphar situation, the coat of many colors. Yeah. Yep. And as we're gonna rate, I hate a spoil alert. Spoil alert. If you don't want to hear this, you you want to you're enjoying this, go and cover your ears. But uh, Joseph's going to have some dreams where he says his brother, his entire family is going to bow down to him. Right. And here we see Joseph bow down to Esau before all of Esau's children end up bowing down to him. That's going to be interesting to see what happened. Like, yeah. Or all like all of Jacob, I mean, all of Joseph's family is going to bow down to him at some point. Jumping ahead. All right. So eat verse eight. So Esau said, what do you mean by this whole procession procession? I met. I met. What's the point of this? What's this whole procession? Let's see. What is the other word they got here? Camp camp or procession to find favor with you, my Lord. He answered. Verse nine. I have enough. I have enough. My brother Esau replied. Keep what you have. But Jacob said, no, please, if I have found favor with you, take this gift from me. For indeed, I have seen your face and it is like seeing God's face since you have accepted me. Please take my present that was brought to you because God has been gracious to me and I have everything I need. So Jacob urged him until he accepted. Mm. Any notes here? says Jacob insisted that Esau Esau share in his blessing because God has been had been gracious this suggests that we become truly generous not when we give out of compulsion but when we realize that God has given us all we possess yes yeah, an important note I was just having that conversation with my brother um because yeah we you know when somebody asks you for money, and, you, and they say they've they say they've exhausted all their other options and like you're their only hope. And this isn't like the first time they ask you for money. This might be the second or third or fourth time. And anyway, anytime somebody asks you for money, anything to do with money, period. That's a hard situation. It's a very situation. It's a test of the heart. And you always have to think like, hmm, it's not my money anyway. So 
You have to go to the Lord and be like, all right, God, what do you want me to do in this situation? Um, at some point, that would be a good conversation to have about how you deal with when friends or family or people ask you for money. How you handle that. But we're not going to go there right now. My main point in saying that is you have to always realize especially when it comes to like tithing and giving to the church or to charities, whatever. It's not our money anyway. We can't take any of it with us. It's like it was all given to us by God. And you got to always remember that there's other been other people for years who've helped us along the way, even if just your, it's your parents that provided for you. Um, somebody took care of you, so... Uh, you've been given much, so to whom who much is given, much will be required of you. So it doesn't belong to you. So anyway, I think I beat that dead horse enough, or that alive horse. I don't like that phrase, dead horse. I don't even like that term, beat. I need to stop saying that. I don't know why people say that. But there's another thing. We 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 proved we proved our point enough. There we go. We'll just say that. Verse 12, then Esau said, let's move on and I'll go ahead of you. Verse 13, Jacob replied, my Lord knows that the children are weak and I have nursing flocks and herds. If they are driven hard for one day, the whole herd will die. Let my Lord go ahead of his servant. I will continue on slowly at a pace suited to the livestock and the children until I come to my Lord at Seir. Or Seir, however you want to say that. I think it's Seir. Uh, let's see here. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. I'm, 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 as soon as I get in that house and do my nightly routine to get ready for bed, I'm going to go right to sleep. I'm so tired, y'all. So, so tired. Sorry. I'm collecting my thoughts as well as I'm reading this, seeing if there's any insights, kind of pausing, taking some Selah moments in my mind. It's, that weak word is standing out to me just because in Isaiah 40 at the end, we were just reading that about how even the young grow weary and weak. The young and strong, like young children grow weak. And here it's talking about children being weak. And yeah, they can only go so far. I have verse 15. Esau said, let me leave some of my people with you. But he replied, why do that? Please indulge me, my Lord. That's a weird word to use. It says, may I find favor in your eyes. That's what he means when he said indulge. Er. Yeah. Verse 16. That day Esau started on his way back to Seir, but Jacob went to Succoth. He built a house for himself and shelters for his livestock. That is why the place was called Succoth. <laughs> that's like a classic pastor's joke they like to say um, people from Succoth they Succoth I don't know I don't know my, my pastor one day use that joke y'all can go ahead and use it steal it the only copyrights y'all have is the right to copy stalls or huts that's what Succoth means stalls or huts Hmm. 
Verse 18. After Jacob came from Padan Aram. Oh, let me read this note down here. Fearing a possible change of heart, Jacob avoided traveling any further with Esau. Ah, that's hilarious. Ah, that was the thought I was thinking. I was like, this, this, something about this seems a little off. Like, the fact that Jacob was like, nah, like, e Esau was like, come on, y'all, y'all can come with me on the rest of this journey. And Esau was like, nah, you know, go ahead in front of us. You know, the kids are tired, everybody's tired. You know, we're going to stay right here. Don't worry. I'm glad I was able to see you, but yeah, go ahead, go on now. It was good seeing you. It was like I loved hugging you, kissing, but we ain't we cool. We ain't, I don't trust you quite like that. Cause I did you real dirty. I did you real dirty, Esau. Yeah, that's that's how I imagined in my head. That conscience was wearing on on Jacob. It's kind of like yeah, it'd be like if he didn't murder him, but like just imagine, I got a situation like that right now. I got a friend. I'm being real honest. He was my homeboy from high school. We hung out after my divorce. He, we hung out, partied, kicked it, went on a road trip twice. I kind of screwed him over a couple times too. I don't go in, like, but the last time I screwed him over, I was not a good friend. I left him stranded in Charlotte, North, no, was it Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't go into the details of the story. I had a lot going on. I ain't going to make no excuses. I did them wrong. I did them dirty. I'll say that. I did them dirty. And I've apologized since then on the phone. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't too happy about my apology. Um, but if I saw him again tomorrow, like we just ran into each other. He just so happened to be in Kansas City for some reason. Uh, he's like, he gave me a big hug and we just dabbed it up and we're cool and then he's like, hey, you want to uh, chill tonight or whatever? Go somewhere, kick it? I'm like, oh, no, I'm good, homie. I'm good, I'm good. Like, yeah, you, you good. It was good seeing you. Because um, I'll be like, I'll be waiting for the other shoe to drop. So I think, I, yeah, I screwed on like three times. I won't go into, yeah, once again, I won't go into the details. But, yeah, that third time was like the third strike. <sighs> yeah, I left him hanging like three times. Yeah, I feel bad about that. But anyway. That's what I was thinking about when I was reading this. I was like, something about this story don't seem right. And let me finish this. So, yeah. Fearing a possible change of heart by Esau, Jacob avoided traveling any further with Esau. Using his children and his flock as an excuse, he appealed to Esau to go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Once Esau was out of sight and on his way back to Seir, Jacob went to Succoth which was in the opposite direction. Ah, I didn't even think of it. Yeah, Succoth was in the opposite direction of where Esau was going. That trust factor, yes. I was like, I was like, something about this seemed a little too... Yeah, I know Jacob. I know Jacob. Because I, I was Jacob. <laughs> now I'm Israel, thank God. Transformed. Thank God for restoration and redemption. But hey, until I get into my redeemed body, it was still human. Yeah, still, yeah. Until I get in my glorified body, I still got that human nature. All right, where was I? I'm turning this music. That is who you are. I'm, I, this is a bad thing, a hard thing about this music. It's like I started listening to I started wanting to sing this song. That is who you are. That is who you are. <laughs> I'm all... <laughs> 
Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Alright, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I got Waymaker playing on the instrumentals. Alright, so verse 18. After Jacob came from Padan Aram, he arrived safely at Shechem in the land of Canaan and camped in front of the city. He purchased a section of the field where he had pitched his tent from the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of silver. All right, what does it say? The value of this currency is unknown. It's a quesita. A quesita. A hundred quesitas. Interesting. And he set up an altar there and called it God, the God of Israel. Hmm. Or El Elohi Israel. Hmm, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's just something about that is beautiful. I just... I... Oh, so my friend... I forgot the name of the show. My friend was telling me about... My friend, friend, you know who you are, my uh, good friend Jim. She actually, if you listen to the last, I think it's the last episode, or the one, the one before, one of them episodes, thirty-one, thirty-two, one of them. Her mute, that's her singing at the end of the um, of the episode, singing that. Uh, what, I can't remember what song she was singing. It was a hill song, 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 hill song, song, hill song, song. <laughs> uh, but um. What was I going to say? Yes, my friend Jim was telling me about some cartoon where these people go into this house and they find out like this dude, like the house is a time traveling house and then the house allows them to go back in time in Bible times. And, like, they get to be a part of the story or whatever. And they get to see, like, these real people uh, living out. Um, their Christian lives. Like, they're, like they, they, they get to see these people in the Bible living out their life. That's pretty cool. I, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to check it out at some point. And when I remember, when I find out the name of that cartoon, when I go back and listen to what she said it was called, I will let y'all y'all know. Maybe I'll post a clip of it on my Instagram. That's what I'll do. Yeah, check out my Instagram so you can see that. <sighs> All right. Is there anything I can pray out loud in this scripture? Nope. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for redemption and restoration. I, if this brother, this, this story, these two brothers and the argument, the I'm sure Esau had a lot of animosity in his heart toward his brother Jacob. And uh, here we see he forgave him and hugged him kissed him bowed and uh and then you see yeah jacob bowing down all them bowing down did jacob actually bow down 
Huh, did Jacob bow down? Jo Leah bow down. Joseph bow down. I don't see Jacob. Jacob didn't bow down. He didn't bow down to his brother. Hold on a second. Nah, Jacob didn't bow down to his brother, but his family did. Anyway, we see some restoration here, God. And then it's really interesting to see that. Yeah. How this is almost like a foreshadowing, yeah, to Joseph, because Joseph's going to go through the same thing, God. His brothers are going to deceive him, sell him off. And just how the, the redemption, the full circle of redemption, God, it's a complete redemption. It's almost as though this Jacob and, and, and Esau redemption is not a complete redemption, because as you can see, it's like Jacob doesn't fully trust Esau 100%. Mm. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just pray. I thank you, Lord. You're your God of 100% redemption. I thank you, Lord, um, for that, that you change our names from deceiver to the one who overcomes, Lord, in Israel. Israel, Israel, Israel. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Where is it? Yes, struggle with God. Yes, struggle with God. And have seen God face to face. We have seen, Lord, I look forward to the day, Lord, when we get to see you face to face in eternity, Lord, in heaven. Lord, we want to see you face to face here on earth as well, God. We want to seek your face and not just your hand, Lord. Lord, we are willing to struggle. We are willing to struggle, Lord, to receive the blessing, Lord, to learn to be completely dependent on you the way Jacob was, God. And yes, ultimately, I'll just pray one more time. I just pray. We thank you for the ultimate redemption, God. And that we can have peace with our brothers, Lord. We can have unity with our brother. I pray for those. I just pray right now for anyone that's listening to this, this, um, this, this podcast, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, if they're dealing with the family strife, a struggle, uh, a disagreement with their brother, uh, I pray that they would do. As a Christian, they would just do all they can to do on their to make it right to apologize, to uh, right the wrong in any way possible, to offer up, um, just like Jacob did, he offered a gift, Lord, to make up for what, what, was, what was done wrong. Lord, help us to, to make things right, God. I, I give even this whole situation with my brother, uh, my buddy uh, from high school, God. And uh, I just pray for restoration in that situation, God, in your timing, Lord. I've already apologized, Lord, but if there's something else that I could do or should do, I'm just going to right now I just feel led to just keep praying for him, God, and um, bless him abundantly. I repent, Lord, once again, just in my heart. Any any anger, animosity, or fear about that whole situation, I just give it to you, God, um, for my buddy. And... Um, 
Thank you, Lord. I just thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Pray one lastly for those that don't know you, Lord. I just pray that they completely surrender their life to you. And they would really know you, God, not just about you. They wouldn't really know you intimately, God. Transform our hearts, transform our minds. Draw us closer and closer to you, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That was a very short episode, under 30 minutes. I love it. I like it. That's what's up. Till next time, uh, be safe out here in these streets. And anything else? No, nah, I pray for you, boy. It's, it's a lot going on in my life, but I won't really share a whole lot of details right now. But just know I'm in a season of waiting and being patient and dealing with um, still some leftover challenges, mental health stuff. So I could just really use you all prayers, mainly that God would keep me, help me to be patient and continue to uh, that I have um they God has not given me a spirit of fear but a spirit of love power and a sound mind so I could use that prayer for you from you all for those that are listening thank you all till next time talk to y'all later God bless you oh yeah once again I said if y'all have specific prayer request DM me on Instagram live I mean I answer on Instagram at chew the bible or on my email at chew the bible at gmail.com that's chew the b-i-b-l-e yeah that's the book for me anyway yeah that's old school let's throw it back all right talk to y'all later